What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. And he yells to the cook with his arms open wide, Bring me more fish, put it down by my side. And he longs so to belch, but he's too full to try. So he gets up and laughs and he zips up his fly. You're recording right now, aren't you? Welcome to Gluten is <laughs> Not Your Problem. That's beautiful. What's wrong with you? you know all of the verses, don't you? Well, yeah. It goes on for several minutes. Not several minutes. It's not that long. <clears throat> it's not that long. I, I felt like it was... I remember you reciting it, it to me once. Long, and it was. Yeah. Because it bores you, I think. <laughs> like, oh my God, is he still singing that same song? Could we do? Could we do like a separate podcast of just you? You want to start another podcast? Not a, no. We'll just do a separate episode where you just do the Port of Amsterdam by just sing that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that song. Maybe we get Nabil to animate some pirate ship stuff with <laughs> yeah. or something. We'll do some sketches. I'm taking this thing off. <clears throat> um. So. Yes. The the question that's on everybody's mind um, is Martini Madness. Oh, so last yeah, yeah, last yeah, yeah. we last we checked in, you were heading to Martini Madness. Now, <clears throat> before before we go into the results of okay. the the cocktail competition, we'll talk about what it was. Well, we need to talk about what it was and what you did because that I think that that was huge. We didn't so discuss more that. funny stories about. I mean, I always kind of pick these things based on my childhood experiences with food. Right. And try and turn that food into a cocktail. That's my modus op. That's kind of like how I operate. And when I was a kid, my dad would always ask my mom to make blueberry um, pies. And my mom would say, like, after some, you know, a bit of, not conflict, but just kind of like, you know, no. Like, do you really, are you going to eat it? Whatever. He would finally convince her and she would make this blueberry pie and he would not eat it. And she would make her crazy. Like it was just kind of this running joke of like, what is he mm-hmm. going to ask for next? And and she was a phenomenal chef, so she would or cook. But um, um, yeah. So so I took blueberries. I was going to make blueberry pie, and then as I made the drink, and it turned out really nice. It was just kind of yeah, blueberry pie. So what? You know, you want ice cream with that or something? So I decided to change it into blueberry cheesecake, and so it evolved into blueberry cheesecake, and it was delicious. So delicious. So delicious. Um, And, uh, yeah, so then I was like, okay, so theme, blueberry, Waz Blueberries, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, um, which is, I guess, the original was called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder. The original, the The book. Right, was called Charlie, but they called the first movie with Gene Wilder. Willy Wonka Wonka. and the Chocolate Factory. Right, because they were going to market it for Wonka candy bars, Mm -hmm. which ended up not coming out at the same time as the movie, so it was just this huge debacle. Did they actually make Wonka candy bars for That's a real candy bar, yeah. It's a candy bar company, but they weren't ready in time for the movie release. So they spent a lot of money making this thing happen, and then it didn't happen. And Wonka bars, they're out there. They're not, you know, enormously popular. Nobody really knows about them. (laughs) So you were going to do because of uh, Violet. Violet, yes. Violet, you're turning Violet. And um, somehow, 
Are we talking about the results now? I mean, the drink was phenomenal. So the drink was, was a, it was a, it was a blueberry martini or it was a yeah, um, blueberry basically. cheesecake martini. Yeah. What was the? Didn't you do something with the graham cracker garnish? Or yeah. The so cheese? I put the graham crackers on top. Um, <clears throat> so I take the blueberries and I didn't just want to infuse them. I just didn't want like blueberry flavored vodka. So mm-hmm. I macerated, like blended them in, so you get the color and the juice, and then lemon juice and like I uh, put some I put graham crackers in that. Uh, toasted them um, and a little brown sugar so that when you sip this thing it would taste like you know once you you strain it all out but all of those flavors are still left behind so you taste blueberry pie and then for the cheesecake part I did uh, cream cheese whipped with vanilla vodka and um, some other cream and what else did I put in there I think that was pretty much it just whipped that together and then did a float of that on top so when you sip this thing you get the cream cheese tasted like blueberry cheesecake it was really it was really delicious best drink at the competition in my humble opinion i'm sure it was i mean you've you've won. i tasted everybody else's and i'm you know i'm probably gonna get some some angry feedback from this but my drink was better you know i'm sorry it was it wasn't salty it wasn't peppery it was very well balanced and not too sweet it was you could drink a lot of these things it was it was pretty it was pretty tight those orange creamsicles or whatever the hell those people were making right <laughs> Way too sweet. So you show up to the competition dressed as an Oompa Loompa. Yeah. You had Willy Wonka setting up our thing. We had Willy Wonka, and then my Tasha was the blueberry. She put blue Mm -hmm. paint all over her, and she had blue stuff in her hair. um, Ready to win. Ready to win. We we brought it. Do you get a good table this year? Yeah, we had a great table, like right right in the main arena there, which you you know where you want to be. And I guess my my nemesis, would that be fair to say? My... um, the guys you always want to go against because every year, Hopmonk wins something. Like they almost always every year, they they win one of the one of the trophies, one of the creative best cocktail or best garnish, judges garnish, whatever yeah. they're. They always take there. something away. I show up, and their table is totally decked out in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and all the pretty girls who work there are all dolled up like little. They've got an Oompa Loompa, and they've got all the characters. And their drink had nothing to do with either Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or candy or cheesecake, but they served a little blueberry cheesecake on the side of their drink, which I find enormously coincidental. And I don't know what they would really have to gain by doing something like that, but I just find the whole thing very suspect that they would have the exact same theme and incorporate the blueberry thing. I don't know. Even though it had nothing to do with their drink, it was still there. And my suspicion, I mean, the, the, the thing about it is every year Hop Monk wins something, except last year they didn't win anything, and I did. So I think that, that there's probably some animosity there maybe. I don't know if that, if that fueled some, some fire in them, but also my restaurant that I work at, and I didn't find out about this until a few days ago. I was on DoorDash, you know, getting a sandwich delivered. Mm-hmm. And I love Hop Monk's food. They're, they're, so you know, you'll get door, Hop Monk DoorDashed Oh, yeah, absolutely. Regularly. Regularly strong. Okay, fair enough. Like, you know, a couple, you know, once every once, couple of months or once something. Once every couple of months. It's not, yeah. not regularly. I mean, I like to go there and order food, you know, right. sit there. It's kind of a cool bar. It's mm-hmm. a cool space. I don't, I like Hot Monk very much. Um, the Philly chicken, uh, chicken Philly sandwich on non bread. Oh, man, it's so good. But um, they also have, um, like, if you look at their menu, which they've had established for quite a while, it's been consistent. It's yeah. the same. And our menu, 
like it just in the last few months that our chef is he's on his way out he's leaving us anyway but he's revamped our entire menu basically copying all of their menu items like the nashville chicken sandwich is like straight off the hobnock menu and i'm like okay and i didn't know this until just the other day after the competition was over and i'm like okay something like this might spur them to you know so the conspiracy mm-hmm. is that Hop Monk has been fuming this last year because you won most creative, most creative cocktail, and that was which one was that for? That was the Caprese, the Caprese, the Caprese Tini. So you won for the Caprese Tini. They didn't win anything, mm-hmm. so they have been plotting to follow what you have been. And but you've been working on this for a while, and you've been you've obviously had to talk to some people about it because you're yeah. at work and you're making it, and yeah. so. And there are coworkers <clears throat> that work at both places. Oh. Oh. So we can narrow it down to perhaps. I don't want to have. I don't. I don't want to throw the kid speculate. The bus. Well, yeah. I'm not saying we need to give name any names here, but he knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I would. That would be the first person I would talk to and say, "Hey." No. Well, like I mean, and again, like what would they really have to benefit from it? You know, like copying our thing and then it's just torpedoing our whole campaign and then i start to see like oh well we stole their menu items like our restaurant and you know everything else it's just kind of like well i guess i could kind of understand why they'd be like so this is not an issue of a jilted lover who has lost something this is more of a I, that probably didn't help on a on a on a, on None a of it's chef helping. that's been stolen or a menu that's been I don't stolen. Know. I honestly don't have any proof or I don't know. This is pure speculation. 100%. But they totally fucked you. Yes. They bent me over. <laughs> no lube. No reach around. Nothing. Just... No cream cheese. No, no. blueberries. No. And pure speculation, but the hop monk... There's spicy little... They're habanero, you know, tincture-infused, spicy little drink that they made was okay but Mm -hmm. it had nothing to do with blueberries why would they have blueberry cheesecake with their drink why why would blueberry cheesecake have anything blueberry cheesecake's not like a thing and Willy Wonka didn't even have anything to do with their drink or habaneros no yeah blueberry cheesecake's not a thing is it no what is it strawberry cheesecake that's a thing yeah like New York cheesecake New York strawberries cherries or whatever yeah like you see pictures of that all over the place but chocolate cheesecake yeah I don't know. Blueberry cheesecake just sounds so random, you know, for me, the way that I came up with it, you know. So they just stuck their thumb in your eye. Is that an expression? Did you just make that up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, they, 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 they did. They, they stuck it to me good. They got it. And they won. And they that's the thing. Is they, I mean, what would they have to benefit from it? Well, they won. Like every category except for best garnish, which went to Real and Brandt because they had a, they had like a little piece of smoked tuna fish as their garnish. It was like, was that you, good? If you do like a I mean, food thing, the garnish was great. Yeah, their drink had like fish stuff in it or something. I, like I, I barely could oyster drink sauce. It. I don't know what it was, but yeah, it was like a. Those guys obviously worked really hard on it, and yeah, I don't want to say too many too much, but I couldn't drink it. <laughs> I think that's enough. Is, I think that, that's is, funny. That, is that mean enough? I'm sorry. Everybody. No, I, I, I mean, I love those guys. They're all a bunch of really solid bartenders. I just, but you weren't interested in a fish sauce martini. A fish martini, no. <clears throat> um. Well, so what do you? Where do you go from here? With the what's like the next? Um, I'm done. <laughs> you, I'm not, that's it. You're. I'm out. I'm out. 
No more competitions? No more. Nothing? No. No more... There's no point. I mean, we had the same theme, and one of the com- one of the trophies they won was best theme. It's like, really? Like, Why would you not I'm standing both? right... Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, best theme goes to these two idiots who have the same theme, because it's a really good theme. But, I mean, they, they definitely had, like... I mean, the Fairmont's a really big company. We don't get any backing or help. Like, Tasha had to volunteer. Like, she worked for free to help me at this competition. Hot Monk had, like, an archway that said, you know, like, Hot Monk, you know, in candy. Like, yeah. They knocked it out of the park. They did my theme better than, than I did. Maybe it was their own theme. I don't know. I know I didn't copy them, but the fact that we both came up with the same thing is... Suspect? On a good day. <laughs> so, no more competitions. You, no, you're... I just don't see the point. I mean... Yeah, it's a popularity contest anyway, and I'm not very popular. You're not? Apparently not. I'm not a very nice guy, John. <laughs> Come on, I everybody a... seems to like you. No, I don't I don't know about that. Oh. They're well, cordial enough, I guess. There's one person who likes you. Oh, yeah? And they put... I wanted to read this review we got on... We got a on, review? On, uh, Apple, it's on Apple Podcasts, or maybe it was on the Google or wherever you saw it, too. Or maybe I put it on social media. So people uh, are out there media. listening to us? People are out there listening to us. And I just wanted to say to anybody out there who's listening to us now that um, if you have a minute, if you have less than a minute... How long if you could have, it possibly take? I've got like a hundred... I'm a level seven... Uh, and... We're gonna get to guy. that here in a second. If you wanna, if you wanna bring those up, because yeah. I would love to share those. Um, but I just wanted to share this five star review that we got, and um, I would, I would implore you if you enjoy the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh. It actually does help us in getting out to more five people. Five stars out of how many though? Well, this is five out of five. Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah. Well, how many stars does anything? It only goes to five. Does it's it? Ten. Twenty stars? How well, many? like the 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 Thai Tom, you know, you only get four. Spicy, four spicy. That's like as spicy as you get. So I don't know. Spicy enough. Well, this is a five star, and this is from uh, uh, user uh, K Swizzle, but the Swizzle, the E in Swizzle is a three. You know, like Prince used to write like that. And, okay. You know, Use the numbers as letters and stuff like that. I think that's right, kind right. of like a cool thing to do. You don't do that. Like, use Walter and put the E as a three. No, I think that'd be very confusing for everybody if I tried something like that. Well, maybe you should try it. Like, no. get it, get it, no? No. Um, so, K Swizzle says, This podcast is so lovely to listen to on my lengthy commute to work. The humor and wit is unsurpassable. John and Walter are a breath of fresh air in the podcast universe five stars five stars five stars but the people listening to this already know that yes so i implore (laughs) you listener dear kind sweet handsome beautiful listener to go open up the podcast handsome is that still a, a positive thing to say to a woman like she's a handsome woman i think i don't know i mean it's not like mean but it's not i don't think it's that complimentary no well, beautiful. You can be. A, are you a beautiful man? You can be. You beautiful man. Sure. It's better to be a beautiful man than a handsome woman. Oh. Uh, or I don't know. That's, like I don't know. That's. I think that's one for the critics. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell us, listener. <laughs> give us a give us a rating and a review. We really appreciate it. So speaking of reviews, Walter's been a reviewer 
um, for quite some time now. He's yeah. a level seven. Um, Whatever that is, means. I don't this know. This is on I don't Google many, reviews. Yeah, Google Maps. When you go and like, it knows where you are, where you've been, mm-hmm. or what you're doing. I don't know where to how to find them again. I closed the app and now I don't know how to get back. You to don't it. know how to get back there. Well, it always just asks me, like when it's like, oh, you've been here, you just left this place. Do you want to review it? And then you're like, <laughs> so you just sure. So I click on it, fun. yeah, and then it shows you all of mine. But I don't know. I don't know where I am. I'm not in here anymore. Well, while you try to look for that, I'm, um, am I going to continue? Well, I'm gonna, there was, there's a couple other things, and I do want to get to these reviews because I, I think some of them are rather entertaining. Um, so we also, over the course of the last couple of weeks, we had the Super Bowl, and we talked about Mr. Peanut's death. Right. So You said there have been developments? There have been developments. Did they so you, find a body, or what What do you mean? Something to that effect. A murder weapon? No, not that what would you what would the murder weapon be for a peanut? Nutcracker. Ah, no, that would be good. That would be good. That would have been a good development. Um, so they buried Mr. Peanut in the ground. They had a funeral. So now he's gonna grow, and then we have little peanuts growing out. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you you write you writing for them? Are you? Uh, so is that what's happening? So what happened was oh, they put him in the ground, and, and Wesley Snipes he's is a crying. Oh God. And um, and then all of a sudden, the little sprout comes out of the ground, and it's baby peanut, which is kind of like baby Yoda, but it's a peanut. Oh, Groot? The baby Groot thing that they... Oh, you don't watch superhero movies. But I mean, I know who Groot is, right. baby Groot. But he died in the first movie, and then the second movie, he's like... I guess the, at the end of the first movie, he's like, they have like a little potted plant, and Groot's like, oh, well, Groot's growing back, and then he's like a teenager in the second one. He's growing up. That's mm. what they're doing. Mr. Peanut's growing. Well, Mr. Peanut is now baby nut. And so it's a baby nut with a top hat. <laughs> it had to be something. So is he little nut junior? Is he is he is he still him? Is he reincarnated or is he is he his own child? Are we, is he like a clone? A clone or is he yeah? Is he like a is he the child of Mister Peanut or is he Mister Peanut? The son incarnate? of Peanut. The son of Peanut. The son of Peanut. Son I don't of know. Nut? It just grew out of the peanut, ground. Peanut so Junior. He must be. I don't know how the peanut. PB and J. PB and J, PB and JR, yeah. Peanut Butter Junior. But yeah, so now it's Baby Junior. Baby Nut is the new uh, Wesley Snipes is crying. You said, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> he was going getting, for that Oscar. <laughs> I'm sure he was getting paid handsomely to cry in that Super Bowl commercial. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know what you think about what do you think about Baby Nut? He's just a marketing bunch of BS. That's, yeah, just like not, I said last time. Uh, what about it. Baby Yoda? Okay, Baby Yoda is not Baby Yoda. What is? I I don't. What is it? They keep saying Baby Yoda, but everyone knows that the, the, through the timeline, like Yoda already died. Like this is later. So so it but it's it, but it is a Baby Yoda like a well Yoda is not a that's species a species that's a that was his name that was a dude. What kind of what kind of thing uh, is? I don't know. I think he's a frog. <laughs> I don't know. Yoda's a frog. I don't know. I feel like there's something in one of the in one of the things where he like eats a frog or he eats something with his tongue or something. Maybe that's I don't know. What, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> he's green. He's weird. Um. Okay. You're not gonna be able to find those uh, those reviews for us. I, I don't see how. Like I, unless my phone. It's always my phone's idea. I don't actually. I'm not in charge of anything in my life. Okay. No. You no. Come, it's you not, can't it's Google really, the Google reviews. Can I? Google reviews by Walter. Can I? Sure. Let's, let's try I mean, that. Just type that in. I mean, you just Google everything. 
What, what do you do when you don't know something? You just sit there and don't know it? I guess. <laughs> Until somebody asks me. That's what Google's there for. Um, Google review. Reviews. See if you can bring those reviews up. Say by Walter. Yeah. By Walgreens. <laughs> no, not by Walgreens. Speaking of drugstores, though, I brought a disposable camera, and do you know they still, uh, they still do take they still your cameras? That? Yeah. Well, this is weird. What did you find? Well, it just took me to a larger map of the United States. Okay. And now what? I don't know. Well, folks. Oh, here we go. Walter well, Schmidt. Add, no, no. That's not camps. you? No, it's me, but it's... That's just me. That's not... It just took me out to, yeah, to the U.S., like I'm here. <clears throat> well, um, we also we had a we had a nice um, we had a nice dinner tonight. Um, it ended on a bit of a um, sour note, but um, yeah, that was rough, man. We went and got a couple of burritos. Nothing, nothing special, but they were pretty tasty. Mine was. They were enormous. They were huge and very tasty. Um, super, I guess. Super means, burrito just mm. means cream and avocado and cheese. And cheese, I thought, but it doesn't a burrito bean and cheese anyway? I don't like know. a regular one? Like it said beans? guacamole, cheese, and sour cream. And when did sour cream become such a commodity? It's delicious. What do you mean? Oh, okay. I mean, it just doesn't seem like... I mean, I, I feel get like why... when people like you keep asking to take it off, they're like, okay, we'll just take it off, and then we'll let them add it on and charge them. Well, I don't want you to take it off. I'm just, I'm just wondering. You why asked it's... for none. You said, and yeah. no, no cream, and yeah. So when people say that often enough, then they just say, okay, well, the, you know, we're just going to remove it from the standard burrito situation, and people can add it on later. Well, they have like the super, they have the regular, then they right. have like the wet, and so I just feel like, well, these were wet. These were very wet. Well, we didn't order them wet. So is the wet just the enchilada sauce that they pour all, which was really good. Is that what that was? I assume so. It was a, it was a burrito that weird sauce, orange-ish. enchilada sauce. Yeah, it was good. Um, but we enjoyed it. We had a couple bowls of chips. Walter was kind enough to go get us some more salsa at the salsa bar. Which we I ran didn't out. use. No, so you didn't use. So why didn't you use your salsa? I didn't really need it. I thought I was going to need it. Because we went through, we went through, we finished all the salsa for the chips. And I was yes. like, we're going to need some more salsa for the second bowl of chips. Yes. And then the burritos came out, and I was like, okay, well, now I don't really need, I didn't need it. And so then when I was boxing up the remainder of my burrito, I didn't have a lid for my little salsa thing, and I set it on top of the super slippery plastic top of the burrito thing. And then as soon as I stood up, obviously, the open container of salsa just flew all over me and created a huge mess all over the table and the floor and the chair, which I cleaned up the table and the chair. I figured they can sweep and mop their own floor, but... You, you're not offering your services for that? No, but I'm covered in salsa right now. And I was going to wash them, but I, you know. You can't, can't run the washer and record this podcast. No. I will not. just sit in my salsa covered pants. That's it. I'm just wet with salsa. The like, wet. A, like a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> wet like a burrito. That's me. Um, But yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a good burrito, Walter. It was a very tasty burrito. I feel like I should give up on this. I'm not giving you my full attention. That's okay. So. We're okay with me not giving you my full attention. Well, we're going to, um, and I I know you have to go soon here. I do. That was quick. Um, I do well, always have to leave. You do have to leave. <laughs> You're covered in salsa. <laughs> Please get out of my house. Um, 
But yeah, no, I, I I'm sorry about the uh, the cocktail competition. I still think you have something going with the culinary cocktails. I think there's something to it. I think there's some value in it. I well, think. I'm gonna keep working on them and making more of them and coming up with new like turning food things. If anybody has a suggestion of a food item that you love um, and you would like to see that turned into a martini, I'm always up for new ideas. And um, I don't know if I'll ever have an opportunity to, to get you to taste it, what I've come up with. But yeah, lasagna, I mean, whatever. So speaking, it's funny that you say that. And I know, I know you have to go, but this is another question I had. So... Um, is it me is, who has to... Maybe you have to go. That's possible. <laughs> Is, I guess let me let me preface it this way: is that what what would you define a casserole as? Anything that's baked in a casserole dish. Okay, so is lasagna a casserole? It could be a type of casserole. The way it's layered, I mean, it's usually in a, in a shorter. I mean, it's baked in a lasagna pan. I mean, we have names. for What's these the things. difference between why is it? Well, a cake pan, a lasagna pan, like yeah. Is that just dimensions, or it's is it dimensions? Uh, because you're you're talking about the ratio of caramelized, you know, sugars to non. You know, like when you make a hamburger versus we've talked about this before, haven't we? The meatloaf, meatloaf where it's just yeah. like the the one side of the meatloaf is caramelized. It's like browned. You know, that's the delicious part. And then you're slicing it. And you're, so you're just getting steamed, steamed steamed meat for the rest of your hams. yeah. But if you take a burger, you know, and you're caramelizing both sides, so your your ratio of mm-hmm. You know, it's like why cheese tastes differently no matter, you know, it's like you have a brick of cheese. Now, if you shred it and put that shredded cheese in your mouth, or if you cut into cheese sticks, it's going to taste different. Rather than just taking a bite off of a block of cheese. I've seen that happen, too. That's really sick. But, yeah, I mean, because... Have you done it? No. No. I've probably have done it. Yeah? I bet you have. Not like the big blocks, but like the smaller ones? Well, that's what that, we're like talking the about. the 10 ounce... You mean you're talking about like the big blocks like that? Like the whole big, yeah. The yeah. big one? The big no, I've never not brick. on a brick no that's good but so lasagna is a casserole like i would say it could fit in a casserole family if you if you were trying to build like a tree of food family things you know Uh like trying to explain things to aliens (laughs) you know um what's a zebra well it's like a striped horse well what the fuck is a horse like you know you can't a four-legged equine with hooves that you ride or right but none of those words are in their vocabulary so um that's the trouble that's the trouble with aliens? That's the trouble with explaining things like that, where you don't have any... Common ground? Yeah. What was that movie? Context. Um, Arrival? Yeah. It's a great movie. It was a, that was a great movie. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I think I saw somebody with like a shirt or a tattoo of the swirl. I hope it was a shirt. <laughs> that <laughs> you know, that makes me sad. The you tattoo like... of the swirl language or whatever that they oh, had. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. But... So it's casserole-ness. So a lasagna is... Casserole-esque. Yeah, I mean, it's baked in a, in a dish like that. I yeah. mean, that could be a, it could be considered as a casserole. Sure. Why, why is this important to you? It's just something I was thinking about the other day. Right. <laughs> this you is waited what... this long? That's impressive. <laughs> You've been thinking... sitting on that one? <laughs> well, but like tuna casserole. Did you ever make tuna helper? Like with the noodles and the peas and the... No. You don't like that stuff? I can't. No. Why... I... Tuna, just for me, like certain things just have to be, you know, bologna, hot dogs, tuna, like a lot of these things, fish sticks, they they have to stay in their original form. And you start messing with that, they become a vomitous. Like you, you start like pureeing hot dogs and making them into a pie, then it just makes you want to throw up even watching something like that happen, much less eating it. No, no, John. Bologna sandwich, just put some mustard on it and leave it alone. 
don't don't fry bake or it or cut don't it fry or... it. Don't no. Stop making it something it's not. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. No, so tuna casserole, no, no good. Can't do it. The three bean or the green bean casserole. I would never put that in my mouth. <laughs> Why is that such a bad thing? That's is there pasta hideous. in that or is it just green beans? No, and... it's like French's weird. No, it's just green beans and then uh, cream of mushroom soup. You take a can of each and you dump them into a thing. And then you, you roll them around in this casserole dish and you cover them with French's onions, those little crispy fried mm-hmm. onions, and you bake that. And it's hideous. No. For a very long time, you wouldn't eat tuna fish at all, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to tell that story. I don't think we've but told I, that story, which think, I'm very surprised. But I thought I had to leave soon. Oh, I know. Well, but I... I um, oh, yeah? Did I, you... I got your Uber. Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. Don't it's... worry about it. I, I got it. So um, um, so you used to you used to uh, not... Well, you used to eat tuna fish. Oh, yeah. I and then it. you didn't. And you do now again? I'm able to eat it again. So, you can you tell us the story about 10 years ago? Was it 10 plus, years ago? Yeah, 10 I was plus in culinary years? school, so I was like 17, 16, 18, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I was Sorry. opening I was opening a can of tuna. I hope I don't throw up just telling the story. I, if you do, please just do it near the mic, but not on the not mic. Not on the mic? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know how, um, like when you, if you, if you waited a little too long to clip your toenails, right? And you, you, so you're clipping your toenail, your big toenail, and you get like clip. Click, 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 and you get you the whole, around. you get the whole yeah. one off, and it's like this. And you can, you're kind of impressed with yourself for a minute. You're like, I'm so grossed out that I'm a disgusting person, but this is kind of a cool, big, weird toenail, gross thing. You I got know? the whole thing. You got the got the whole thing off, right? Now I opened this can of tuna, <laughs> and this thing was in there, in the unopened. And I swear to God, it was not a bone. It was yellow. You could see the clip marks. Somebody. At the canning factory, put this in this goddamn can of tuna fish, and I immediately threw up when I saw it. And I would see this yellow toenail in my head every time I smelled tuna. Anytime I went to a restaurant, they're cooking tuna, or somebody made a tuna fish sandwich, or they're eating tuna casserole near me, I would smell that tuna. I would just see that yellow toenail in the bowl with the mayonnaise. And so you grew up and threw it away. That was yes, it for yeah, the day. That, that Did was you it. Go home. I went. That no, day I was. Or? I was at home. Oh. I was in my kitchen making myself a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, I thought you were. In, you said you were. Oh, you were in culinary school, but you at were at the time. Home. Yes, okay. no, I was at home. I was so making myself a sandwich. You lost your appetite. No, I went was... to bed hungry. Yes, <laughs> I was fine. So for ten, this is for as long as I've known you. Yeah. Well, not well for the first, I guess, many years. Um, you wouldn't touch it. No. Nope. And um, Good what? Bad. Recently, you've begun to... fairly recently. Oh, I think it was like a year or so ago. Um, you know, like memories fade. I mean, I can't quite mm-hmm. see the toenails clearly, I guess, in my mind. And I can't, I don't associate it directly anymore. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, tuna fish sandwiches are delicious. Really they really good. are. You know, they were Hobbes' favorite, you know. Oh, the... Um, Calvin and Hobbes? Yes. Hobbes? Yeah. The tiger. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you'll have a tuna fish sandwich now? Occasionally. I still don't keep it in the house, but. You don't keep it in the house. I don't keep it in the house, but I, you won't open a can yourself. I will. No, I'm saying like if if I if it's time, if I, if I've got a if I'm thinking about tuna fish sandwiches or if they, if I see it on TV or you know it gets into your head, mm-hmm. and so I'll stop. I'll get like the little mini can from the grocery store, the little tiny can. I'll just get one and I'll go and I'll make myself the tuna fish sandwich and then that's it. Like I'll just have the sandwich and then move on with my life. I don't keep tuna. Like there's no cans plural of tuna in my house. You don't buy them when they're on sale. No. Okay. Do you? Are you like straight? Are you albacore all the way, or do you get the cheap stuff? No, I like albacore. I like the white albacore. 
Because I remember... Packed in water. Yes. Packed in water. The oil is... Too much oil. It's... I can... that You're adding mayonnaise, which is essentially just oil. It's just oil, yeah. Right? I think, like, I've, there, was a, there was a period in my life where I just only ate the cheap stuff because that's what you could afford, right? And well, I think... the difference is, like, a nickel. Well, if I... you say the cheap stuff, like, it's only, like, <laughs> a nickel cheaper than the regular stuff. I feel stuff. like it was more expensive. And for whatever reason, I had to get the cheap... Like, the, yeah. we're talking the... Not just the cheap... The I don't know what's the difference between albacore and what the bumblebee? scraps the bumblebee or whatever bumblebee but tuna. like bumblebee generic I would get the generic cheap tuna right. but I feel like there was this moment in my life where I was like you know what from now on I get albacore tuna because I can afford it and I'm worth it like there was you know that like this these That's weird good. little epiphanies it's called you know, being a grown up I guess. yeah called that, being that was a grown the day up. that you decided you I were decided an adult. I'm no longer messing child. with this I'm not, not a, a child, child anymore, anymore. Right. and I think the same thing goes for for me it was like. Toilet paper. Mm-hmm. When I was like, you know what? I found my brand. I'm no longer going to go for the cheapest stuff. This is something I'm going to spend money on because I'm worth it. And I am I want it to be... Mm-hmm. I want what I want. I'll make other choices in my life so that right. I can continue to afford <laughs> this nice toilet paper. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, do you have anything like that in your well, life? Well, toilet paper is a similar thing. Yeah. yeah. Charmin, you know. Mm-hmm. Ultra Plus or whatever. The purple one. I like that one. I'm a Cottonelle guy. Are you? I go, I'll go blue or purple. Yeah, um, maybe is it Cottonelle that I'm thinking of? I, mine's the puppy dog, not the bears. Yeah, no, not the bears. The puppy dog is the Cottonelle. It has yeah, yeah. a little Cottonelle, ridges. Cottonelle, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the like one. Like Ruffles has ridges. Yeah. yeah. Not that toilet paper and potato chips are the same thing, but they no, both have the little... Definitely don't get the two confused. <laughs> you can avoid it. That's a nasty afternoon. Really hard to explain to your girlfriend. <laughs> what <laughs> like, happened to her bag why, of chips? Why are there chips in the bed? <laughs> like, what? Covered in shit. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, yeah, so you toilet paper. Do you have any other things around the house that are like standards these days? Tang is a tang, tang is a staple in my. Well, you've house. always you what you just like tang because it's quick, it's easy. It's um like when I was a kid, you had to add sugar to Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. You know, they had like the little packets. Yeah. Now they have it kind of set up like tang. The sugar's already mixed in, so you just right. grab a scoop and you just throw like one teaspoon into your water, and you're having Kool Aid now, which is nice. But I don't want to eat or drink like a drum full of raspberry like that it'll just go bad long before I, I eat it all but tang could just sit there for basically forever what raspberry what are you talking about what'll go bad kool-aid oh like if you made a I whole picture sick of one flavor yes but right. orange i don't know it's it's infrequent enough you know like i i rarely make a picture of tang actually i just had a picture of tang in it last week <laughs> usually i'll just do like the one uh-huh. scoop for the glass but i like having it in the house because you know i don't know it's it's quick and it's easy and it doesn't ever go bad. It's just it's just gonna sit there until I use it. And you won't drink water on its own. Oh, I drink water. Oh, okay. I drink gallons oh. of water. By <clears throat> You're not one of those people who refuses to drink water unless it tastes like something. No. Okay. No, I'm not one of those people. Okay. I didn't know that there were those people. There are those people really? who are just like, yeah, I can't drink water. That's weird. Yeah. I know. They're gonna die. <laughs> you have to drink water. Like yes. I like to squeeze a little lemon in mine. Do you do like fresh lemon, or you just drink not it always? Out of the but tap I mean, or... like if I have like the lemon juicy juice thing, you know, like the little the little squeeze. Yeah, like shaped like a lemon mm-hmm. or a lime. Like I'll I'll give that like a little squeeze. But I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not trying to get out a cutting board and cut up a lime or a lemon before I drink a glass of water. Like that sounds psychotic. Is that really what you? That's do? what I do. Yeah, that's not psychotic. I'm gonna have a glass of water. You're just gonna shh, up. Drink your water. You're gonna like sit down and prepare a lemon. Okay. Well, as or do you just have lemons cut? No, but that's not a bad idea. Um, 
terrible idea. I mean, as a as a bartender, as for me as a former bartender, or mm-hmm. possibly soon to be, um, I have a hand juicer, so I just use that. So like, I slice it in half, I squeeze sure. it. It's a knife, and it's the hand juicer. Mm-hmm. And then two I two things you now have to wash. I give them a quick rinse. It's lemon juice, you know, but like the knife and whatever. And I just do it on a paper towel, and I cut it, and then I use the paper towel to kind of clean up and give like the lemony freshness to the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Sounds sticky and awful, but whatever. There's whatever. I'm not trying to be too critical of you. Eat your lemons. It's fine. It's great. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Nothing. It sounds like a lot. Of, like when I just I want a glass of water, I just grab my Brita and fill yeah. up my glass, and I I usually chuck the whole chunk, chug the whole pint like right there in one sitting, and then and then I'll fill it up and set the glass down, and it's ready for me for next time. I drink a lot of water, so okay. I wasn't judging that you didn't. I was just asking. I know. I just I'm not gonna slice up a lemon every single time I get a glass of water. That sounds crazy. To mm-hmm. me. Do it's you a glass um... of water? Like doesn't require any prep time. <laughs> and like as you said, as a bartender, like your day is started cutting all the fruit, so it's freshly cut fruit every day. It's just there. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that here. No, I'm just cutting it in half. I mean, right. I don't mind. I don't. It's not that. Because if bad. you put a dish of lemons sliced up in your refrigerator, you know they'd be bad in like a day, two days. Mm-hmm. Like they'd be all dried out. So it's a terrible idea. Don't don't waste lemons like that. Okay. What about you? Mentioned bologna. I did mention bologna. <laughs> Is it like Oscar Mayer all the way? Do you? Oh yeah. Is there another kind of bologna? <clears throat> you never got the cheap stuff that like that didn't have the resealable package that had the little red ring, the little bologna ring. No. The little bologna belt. Why would you go below? <laughs> Oscar Mayer for bologna. Like, Oscar Mayer, like, bologna is already the bottom. Like, if you're going underneath the bottom of the bologna, like, yeah, that's that's not good. Bottom of the bologna belt. I think we just got a episode, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I just remember belt. it being cheap and then, like, you know, being broke. Yeah. And so, like, I would get the stuff that... You get, didn't... like, a stack, like, the big family pack of bologna from but it Oscar Mayer for, like... Two ninety nine. Like well, I would not... get with the ones that were like ninety nine cents, and that so it, would, it wouldn't be resealable. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to make sure to wrap it up. You couldn't like leave it on the counter. Or, or just some bologna, eat bologna would... sandwiches <laughs> until you pass out. Yeah, but it had that little red plastic ring that you had to peel off the edge. Are you, do you know what I'm talking I've about? I've seen that. No, I know what you're talking. about. But you got to make sure you take that off before you make the sandwich because like, like it's wax, right? It's, it's like wax. wax paper. That I feel like I've had that at somebody else's house. And then you bite it. If you bite into it, you can't chew the wax paper. No. And, or the wax sealant. No, I never purchased this bologna. I don't even think I would consider that bologna. Is it bologna? Or is it another kind of sausage meat? Forced I don't meat. know. It's forced meat. But... It's forced meat? What is what is forced meat? It means it's forced through the little thing, the the, uh, the pressure screen in your meat forcing thing. I don't know what it's called. There's attachments you can get for like your Cuisinart, where you like sausage making machine. Like it has like this big... Mm-hmm. You call it like a big screw, basically. It's or a drill kind of thing that's just kind of pushing the meat through like this little hole. Hole like this, like this little thing with all these little holes. It just forces the meat through it and just, yeah, basically chews the meat up for you. <laughs> and then it puts it in that wax tube. And well, I mean, yeah, you uh, well, you you put it in there and you uh, like if you're making sausages, you get like this these long strings of the casing, the casing, which is just one long casing, and then you twist it every couple. of inches you're like depending on what kind of sausage you're making like let the two fill up and then twist it and then pull up the next one and twist it and then pull up the next one and you pull it and you end up with those long links of sausages you know have you ever made sausage outside of culinary school well as a butcher for a little while yeah huh did you like that job i did it was a lot of fun it was very interesting it was pretty gross <clears throat> what's um, the grossest thing at the butcher shop that you remember 
livers mm-hmm. always like the was it the uh, kidneys like all the those kind of weird they look too jellyish. I don't know. They kind of creep me out the way that they look and jiggle. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. No liver. No I don't. I don't like it. I won't. I don't want to eat it. But I don't know. Some people love a little kidney pie or something. I don't know. What is foie gras? Foie gras. That's the. That's liver. That's the liver of the the goose that's the been goose. force fed to death. Force meat. Force. No, they force feed the duck until he dies, and then harvest his liver. It's just this big fatty fucked up liver. That because the they, liver is processing things, so this is a liver that was unable to process, so it got swollen. Is that? correct because the liver good to me cleans your body out so right. when you put toxins in like when you force feed <clears throat> like your liver will get if you eat too much mm-hmm. your liver will get fat on it i guess that's what's happening yes so it's a big fatty goose liver and then yeah if they they uh well foie can be done two ways you can have the, the one that they do i really don't like where it's actually just the liver meat and they sear it it's usually served hot gelatinous kind of disgusting and they rarely give you any kind of toast boys you're supposed to eat this thing like a steak i don't know i don't enjoy it but if you yeah if you force me if you if you break it down and like put the paste like you make it into a a terrine or yeah it's chewed for you (laughs) basically it's like meat butter it's really good it's really tasty stuff and i don't think they force they don't kill these things in that in that way anymore that was uh, it was very contentious for a while there. It was banned and it then was it was illegal. lifted. Yeah, it was lifted. Yeah, it was, all these things happened. But Do you think it should be illegal? To torture an animal to death like that? Yeah, I think that's pretty bad. Yeah. Just kill him. You don't have to torture him. Just kill him. Is that bad enough? <laughs> Fair John. enough. I think your ride's here. <laughs> yeah, it's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.